the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast, where we believe in freedom, reaching everyone, everywhere. Here's your host, Mike Hansen. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast. This is episode 35, and I was looking at my calendar as uh, we were, as I was looking at this, doing this episode with uh, with Kirk, and I realized that we've been doing this now for a year. I don't know. I mean, I know when this will be published, and I'm. That's not going to be quite a year when we publish this episode. Um, but we did May of 2018 was our first um, episodes, and now we will be moving through into a year now, up into past 35 episodes here. So, wow. pretty excited. Wow. We're going to continue uh, with our six V's. I hope you've been enjoying listening to these, and I really encourage you to get the book if you haven't gotten it yet. Uh, For your eyes only by Kirk M. Samuels. Um, Pretty much available you buy any books, right? Or it's a great it, book, man. It's a great oh, book. I know. I it's know the guy. So uh, available on Amazon um, pretty easily there. That's where most people get it, right on Amazon. You search it. If you look okay. up For Your Eyes Only, uh, that is an old James Bond movie title. Uh, there's a couple so other don't books. don't get that DVD, but get yeah. the... There's a couple other books that kind of have that in the title. Okay. It's pretty clear that those are not mine. Right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you see this uh, mugshot of a... Good-looking guy with the light from the side, you know, on the front, and that'll be your book that you're looking for. Yeah. So, hey, can I tell you the the hidden meaning behind that? The hidden meaning behind the, the no, well, <laughs> hidden meaning behind the book cover. Yeah. The, oh, the book cover. Yeah. The book cover is. Uh, I thought you were going to say with the number thirty-five. No, 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 no. The hidden meaning behind the book cover is that you know the light is shining kind of on one side of my face and the other side of my face is a shadow because. We all have a light side and a dark side to us, and you you've probably heard the you've probably heard the metaphor of you know we have the light wolf and the dark wolf, and you know it's a kind of an old Indian I think right. story or something like that. And which one do you want? Little to boy survive? asks, you know, which one gets the biggest or which one wins, and it's like the one you feed the most. So that so the whole fact that there's a big there's a shadow on one side of my face. Um, as opposed to the other indicates just the whole nature of us and us as men, us as people, that we have that light side and that dark side. You got to okay, feed yeah. one, not the other. I like that. Yeah. All right. And I agree with that too. Um, I wish our existence was all light, you know, and all good. But unfortunately, in this life, especially these days, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It doesn't work that way. So um, this is actually a relatively short chapter, the chapter on vitality. So if you have the book, it's on page 53 of uh, his book, chapter 6. So Kirk's going to listen in while I read this uh, short chapter on vitality. We just, uh, not I don't know how recently now that I think about it, if it was the last one or not, but we did uh, variety. Uh, and he does not have a quote at the front of this chapter, but that's okay. Uh, was there a secret reason behind that? <laughs> behind no quote? <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably not. Wait, there's a, there's, yeah, there's there's a quote in front a, of variety. There's got to be. There's a quote in front of visualization. Hey, come on, man. I'm sorry, man. It's my first book. All right. <laughs> give, me, give me some slack. <laughs> Maybe in uh, For Your Eyes Only 2.0. 2.0, yeah. You'll have uh, the quotes know. there. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So this is chapter six of your eyes on, For Your Eyes Only, page 53. Uh, the IP mistress brings a sense of excitement and joy to his life. She's always excited to see him. She greets him with enthusiasm. She is eager to meet any need she can. If it's not within her capability, she promises to keep on trying. The testosterone boost 
She causes stimulates his mind, body, and soul. She builds him up through his sexuality. He feels more like a man. With her, he is the star of a sports team. Sports team. She is the nuclear reactor of his ship, taking up just a small amount of space but generating enough power to fuel activity in all parts of the ship. The IP mistress can make him perform better in other areas of his life. He knows that when he needs her energy, he can easily find it. She's always there doing her job. He may be creating or self-medicating low testosterone. The IP mistress makes him feel young and vibrant. A young male is full of energy, hope, passion, and testosterone. Testosterone. Am I saying that right? Testosterone. Testosterone. Yes, there's a stir <laughs> in there. Okay, okay. I'm not in a professional studio reading this right now. I'm in somebody's living room. It is what makes him feel more like the man he wants to be reminded of. A young man believes he can do anything, and with her, he can. She makes him feel powerful. She makes his mind sharper and more alert. She gives him energy and puts pep in his step. He can display a great and outgoing personality around others because of her. He can even perform at a higher professional level because of her. She makes it easier for him to deal with the pain of life. All pain is either suffered through, managed, or medicated. The IP mistress is a medication. If he's young, she makes him feel older. As he gets older, she makes him feel like the young stud they both long for. The rush he gets when he reunites with her is intoxicating. I was having breakfast with a man who is in the middle of a life collapse, in the middle of life collapse due to his pornography consumption. He told me he wanted to get back together with what he referred to as the wife of his youth and quoted a passage from Proverbs 5. From Proverbs 5, 18 and 19, May your fountain be blessed, and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breasts satisfy you always, and may you ever be intoxicated with her love. The idea of the wife of his youth speaks to passionate young love and connection. The problem today is that many men are introduced to pornography at a very young age, and it became the wife of their youth. This young love held and may still hold deep connection for a man, the wife of his youth was a professional actress being paid to act out the most unnatural type of love and intimacy. She became his first love. His love for her excited existed prior to his love of his wedded wife. In some cases, his love for the IP mistress came before his love for God. His arousal template or sexual preferences may have been set up, set before meeting his wife or his God. He knew the voice of the IP mistress lost my place, uh, before he knew the voice of his wife or God. He learned so-called intimacy from the IP mistress. If she can come before his God, what chance does the wife have? The guy from the breakfast told me he wanted time to pray about getting help. The IP mistress is the wife of his youth. Okay, I wanted to ask, Kirk, um, before I, I mean, you've, read, you've obviously wrote this and you, you've been thinking about this for a few years now. Um, something that strikes me is, um, when it says, when you wrote, uh, she's the nuclear reactor of his ship, taking up just a small amount of space, but generating enough power to fuel activity in all other parts of the ship. Uh, what do you mean that, uh, taking up just a small amount of space? If you know anything about like, uh, say for example, well, specifically 
you know, nuclear reactors on ships. And I mean, I'm kind of a junkie of documentaries and just weird information that most people don't care about. But um, whether it be a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier or a submarine or whatever it is on a, on a ship, um, the, the actual compartment where all of the power is generated, meaning that nuclear reactor is relatively small in terms of the rest of the ship. I mean, it's not some big, huge power plant. Um, you know, I think it only takes... I, don't, I could be way off basis, but I think it only takes, you know, um, uh, essentially like a basketball size worth of nuclear stuff to power, you know, the aircraft carrier for 50 years kind of thing um, or the submarine. Like the uranium or whatever they use. Sure, yeah. Plutonium. I'm not that smart, but I went to public school. You didn't um, watch that one documentary. I didn't watch that one about what it is. So it's <laughs> nuclear stuff. Uh, whatever the nuclear stuff is. It takes, you know, a relatively small amount of that to generate and, and to power the entire thing that everybody lives off of for decades upon decades. And um, and so, yeah, so from a guy's perspective, you know, the, 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 the pornography consumption in his life, it's not that it only takes up a, maybe a few minutes or something like that. It actually powers a lot of his clock. But at the same time, it fits in his pocket. I mean, it's something that is readily accessible. It's something that is very powerful to different parts of his life. And it can feed into or it can have impacts and effects into his personal life, his um, his social life, his family life, his financial life, his whatever. So although it's kind of one part of his life, I mean, it can it can have many tentacles into the rest of his life. And so. So yeah, the metaphor is it's it's relatively small in terms of the space that it takes up, but it powers uh, a lot. I mean, it powers a whole lot in his life, and it can impact and affect a whole lot in his life as well. Okay, I guess I get that in terms of uh, maybe you're talking physical space, like the space the yes. size of a phone. Yes, and so you you obviously kind of didn't go there in this chapter, or at least this section of the chapter in terms of because uh, where I went when I read this was um, it takes up doesn't take up a lot of space, but it's disproportionate to the influence in his life. Yeah. I mean, ultimately that's kind of what I was getting at. I mean, would it, I mean, it's disproportionate to, I mean, the physical space that it takes up is completely disproportionate to everything else that it affects or impacts in his life. I mean, it fuels everything, but you know, but it, it literally fits in his pocket or literally fits well, yeah, on the yeah, yeah. screen. You're saying, uh, it can take him, make him perform better in other areas of his life. So mm-hmm. it's taking on this form of a medication, I think, is where it's a very potent medication. Yeah. Um, because it somehow is helping him um, in other areas of his life where he'd be otherwise deficient. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a drug, and that drug, you know, that drug impacts everything. If you've ever known anybody that's been addicted to crack, for example, you know, crack is a little rock. But that little rock controls the person's life all day, every day. And it controls everything they do. It controls their family and it controls everything. So similarly, you know, along the same lines, I mean, if if pornography is just, you know, it's a small rock, but it's a drug and that drug impacts everything. And in this case, you know, that the when you look at the totality of the drug and everything that it is in his life and all the different V's and all the chemicals that it represents, I mean, it's a synthetic drug that, that it does make him perform, I'd say better. It's kind of tongue in cheek, better meaning, you know, at a higher level because he's doped up. I mean, that's why they drug test athletes, you know, because the drug can help you perform at an unnaturally high level, which is short lived, but still. So, 
I mean, it's a drug that makes that can make him in some ways perform, you know, in some ways measurably better in parts of his life. It can help him be more focused. It can help him be more upbeat, more energetic. It can help him kind of get through, uh, definitely medicate stress. And so that's the whole point of all the V's is that, you know, when you add all that up, I mean, it, it helps him get through his day just like any other drug, just like any other substance, just like whatever. It just helps him get through his day. And in some cases, uh, it can actually, you know, it can actually help him perform better. Again, you know, when you get the, back to the first couple of V's, when you get that, the, the dopamine boost, I mean, if he happens to have diagnosed or undiagnosed ADHD, for example, that dopamine spike can help calm his brain down and help him think more clearly. I mean, that's the way Adderall and Ritalin work. So, you know, in terms of, um, in terms of it just being an impact, even though it's a small, relatively small in terms of size. Yeah. I mean, it just, it it has a whole lot of implications in his life. Okay. So I know you need, we need to take things in context. So you're naming, you're naming benefits to this, to this, the the vitality is the benefit, right? It's bringing power. That's the vital part of this, this equation. Yeah. Um, into his life when all along it's still draining him of what's really important. Right. I'm not, and, and I'm not, obviously I'm not glorifying it. The whole point of the I book, know, yeah. the whole point of the book is to give a view from the inside out. Right. So it, the whole point of the book is for the person that's living with him or the person that's sleeping on the other side of bed with him or him, but to look at it and say, okay, this is why, this is why he can't just stop. And so when I talk about benefits, I'm trying to tell you that, it's not just as easy as well. You should just be able to stop because you know if you were a better guy, if you prayed harder, if you loved Jesus more, if you love your family more, your wife more, you would just be able to stop. So when I say benefits, I'm trying to. The whole point is to let you know what it's doing for him and what it's doing in his life. And yeah, in terms of vitality, you know, the vital part of it, you know, is is life. I mean, that's the that's the core of the word. I mean, that's where you take vital signs. I mean, to indicate you know the presence of life. And so the vitality gives him a sense of more life. And 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 guess what? It gives him a sense of more life. And it gives him a sense of more life to the full. Sound familiar? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it is a complete drain. There's a hole in that bucket. It, it's, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it, it's, it's, it's killing parts of his life, though it's medicating other parts of his life. You know, I mean, the, when you watch those drug commercials in the middle of the day on TV and they talk about, oh, this drug is great, this drug is great, this drug is great, this drug is great. What do they say at the end of every commercial? May cause, you know, right. may cause blank. eyeball bleeding and your toenails to turn inside out. I mean, and so, you know, the, these medications, just because it has some benefit, that's just the, what that commercial is, has all the benefits. Oh, by the way, you know, there's some, you know, there's some side effects that you may not like in your life just to warn you. And so, yeah, there's many side effects. Um, and, uh, and I, you know, lay out the side effects, the side effects too, if you will, but I don't, I don't harp on those because we know what those are in our culture. I mean, the guy and the person living with the guy trying to understand the guy, they don't need to, they don't need me to unpack. They don't need another book with how bad porn is. We don't need another book with all the statistics and all the it's bad. You should stop. I hated that. We don't need another book like that. And and that was the whole point of it. Like, okay, how about there be a book to explain why it is the way it is? And so, so yeah. I mean, in terms of when I say benefits, I'm I'm telling you the things, all the stuff that said at the beginning of the drug commercial, because we already know the stuff that happens 
at the disclaimer at the end of the drug commercial. Um, but yeah, in terms of the benefit to his life of the vitality part of it, of the, of the boost in that, and even the chemical aspect of that in terms of the testosterone, um, you know, the testosterone is that's male jet fuel. I mean, the low T industry is like a four or $5 billion a year industry in America. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's huge today and without testosterone, you know, arguably speaking without testosterone, you take away a lot of what we are as men. So test that testosterone portion of that is huge, especially in terms of men. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's important. The, the vitality, the sense of vitality that he gets by the testosterone boost, uh, has a huge impact on his inability to just stop on his own. Right. Okay. Um, how about the, like, tell, how about, how would you tell, sorry, I'm trying to say five things at once, I guess, or just one say thing, one, five just say one ways. thing, just one. one thing, five different ways. Okay. How, what would you tell the guy who, um, may or may not have, doesn't have, for instance, a spouse, a wife where he can have that outlet that needs that same vitality boost. I would almost say that, you know what, and this is, um, I'm, I'm about to say something that I struggle with. And so this is just a little bit of vulnerability that I'm offering up. In some ways, we have to get to the point where we are not looking for a person to be the outlet or a person to be the recipient or a person to fulfill that or to complete that or to validate that or whatever that is. Um, I struggle with that. I deeply struggle with that. Um, And so, but if you're single, as I am, um, you know, I mean, we got to find, you know, we got to find the healthy ways to get that, the healthy ways to do that. And, you know, that's why we teach the class. I mean, that, that's why we teach what we teach in terms of the solution, in terms of helping guys and showing guys how to get and stay free. Uh, but, it, you know, if you're single, that doesn't mean it doesn't have an impact on your marriage or your relationship. It has an absolute impact on your next marriage and your next relationship if you ever plan on having one. If you plan on being a hermit for the rest of your life or never, ever being in a relationship with anybody, then, okay, cool. I mean, then, then, then this doesn't apply to you. But if you ever plan on being in a future relationship with anybody, if you ever would like to be in a future relationship with anybody, which I firmly believe that, you know, the guy struggling with pornography, I mean, he, he wants intimacy. He wants relationship. Unfortunately, the world offers uh, an artificial version of it, and that's what he gets the default to. So the guy that's, that's consuming porn, he's consuming porn because he doesn't have a deep sense of intimacy in his life. And that's what he's looking for. He's looking for a place to put all of his secrets and a place to put all of his insecurities and all of his wounds. And, and, uh, and he's looking for a place to get the, the female nurturing that he never got when he was young and all those kinds of things. And so, um, but yeah, so if you're single, that doesn't mean you're not impacting your marriage or your relationship. You're just impacting the next one uh, because you're, you're creating a, a template that no human being can ever live up to. And you're going to be looking for you're going to be looking to that person to fill a void in you that they aren't equipped to fill. And that can happen. I mean, that is that goes bigger than porn, to be honest with you. That goes into a, just a masculinity kind of thing, into a man journey kind of thing of how do we get to the point of being vulnerable but not um, not needy in terms of in terms of giving our vulnerability to somebody looking for them to somehow heal it and give it back to us. 
So just because somebody is single doesn't mean it doesn't impact them at all. I mean, you might think you're not hurting anybody, but you're actually cutting off your ability to have holistic relationship with anybody. You're cutting off your ability to have holistic relationship with God um, or just connect with people. You, I mean, you, you're cutting off your ability to communicate with people, to look people in the eyes and to, to have, you know, non-sexual intimacy. And, and for a guy, you know, you need to be able to have non-sexual intimacy before you're able to have, in my opinion, healthy sexual intimacy and even intimacy with guys that are, you know, I mean, if you're a guy, you know, we should all have guy relationships that are close, that are, that are, you know, in some forms intimate in terms of, you know, maybe not mind, body and spirit, but at the same time, I, you know, we can be intimate on a spiritual level. We could be intimate on a emotional level and all those kinds of things um, and still be healthy and still be a healthy guy. So anyhow, yeah, in terms of the single guy, it's really easy for the single guy to think, oh, I'm not hurting anybody. Eh, that's not the case. You are. You're hurting yourself first and foremost. Um, you're hurting your ability to have relationship and you're hurting your ability to have relationship with whoever the next person is that you're looking to have a relationship with because Getting into a relationship is not going to fix your porn problem. A lot of guys think, when I get a girlfriend, when I get a wife, then I won't need porn. <sighs> Man, that's like the biggest lie of one of the biggest lies, if not the biggest lie of this whole thing in terms of single guy, that you can just, once you get a wife, then, yeah, right. Well, that's been, that was my experience yeah. back in... 23 years I'm telling ago. you man i mean that's that's the way it is it's i mean guys think that you think that oh yeah I, I i have this now because i don't have a relationship or because i don't maybe you don't have a relationship or a healthy relationship because you do have that in your life i mean maybe it's one of the things that until that's not in your life yeah, i wanted you, to sorry cause, you know, if i wanted to go there uh with this chapter but i did want to also want to ask around for the single guy who who still seeks out that vitality where does the guy who where does the guy get that vitality then if if not from um that affirmation from a a female Uh, i mean i think and not porn i think from a relationship perspective therein lies having healthy man connections you know getting involved with men's group doing men's work whether it's, you know, some kind of, I mean, there's a lot of groups and organizations and ministries and all that out there that are doing deep men's work and being able to connect with those. I, I, um, I mean, you know, we both have, have experience with, with, with that, but being able to, to fill that space with deep men's work and getting connected, it takes a man to make a man and it takes men to help you make your man. And, you know, all of us have that wounded little boy inside of us. Well, getting around other men can help us heal that wounded boy and make him into a man. And so as far as relationally getting connected with other guys, as far as chemically, you know, you can stimulate, you can stimulate, um, stimulate testosterone, you know, by getting in the gym. Really? I mean, exercise then. Okay. Getting in the gym. I mean, you can Google, I mean, how to, you know, stimulate testosterone naturally. I mean, you can YouTube that thing and find many PhDs and experts around the world that are testosterone experts on how to whatever. And some of that's diet. So a lot of that can be exercise, but there's natural ways to get that. But a lot of things, there's a lot of estrogen in our culture. You know, that the whole, I actually had my doctor, our doctor tell me about, um, <clears throat> you know, all the plastics that we use. Um, the way he explained, of course, he's a doctor, so he just spit it out there. But basically, 
you know, the BPs, the the BPA, there's more than just BPA, there's other BPs, but all of the plastics that we have in our culture, somehow, I don't know, you look it up, but somehow those plastics um, that that we use kind of getting into our system stimulate estrogen or something like that. I don't know. But anyhow, you can search all that. I know that one. Yeah, but there's there's ways to... uh, there's ways to stimulate testosterone naturally. Does that explain your new water that bottle? That explains my new uh, metal. And that's metal. why a lot of people are going to metal water bottles. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of people are going to metal glass, not so much because it breaks, but a lot of people are going to metal water bottles. So <laughs> just got my new metal water bottle this past week. And yeah, you should have seen the look on his face I'm as stoked. we're getting started. He's so happy. And it's it's Superman thing. blue too, so I'm, I'm digging that. <laughs> I just need, me, I need a sticker, like right. a Superman sticker to Superman go on there. Superman sticker. But. Yeah. <clears throat> so tell me about the transition in this chapter about you kind of transitioned to this uh, little episode of mis- uh, meeting the sky. He he wanted to go back to his uh wife of his youth and then you dig into uh okay, unfortunately the the youth then have this uh problem where their passion, their quote unquote wife of their youth, these young men is pornography. Yeah. And then how does the modern woman compete with that if that's even coming before, say, God? Yeah. The short answer is she can't compete. Uh, but in reality, um, you know, when, when guys begin using porn at the age of 8, 9, 10, you know, whatever it is, most guys in that area um, or younger, when guys begin consuming pornography at that age, their template, their basis for their sexuality is completely grounded in that as reality. <clears throat> and, and so... So he grows up with that as the baseline for sexuality. And when he grows up with that as the baseline for sexuality, that's his understanding of, of sex. And, you know, so fast forward 10, 15, 20 years, you know, that guy gets married, you know, and because he, he's not an emotional hermit, he does want to be connected to a human being. Um, he gets married. And, you know, then he then he has a wife and now he's got this conflict of everything he's ever known and everything he's ever experienced now. And and that's the two can be sometimes no further. You know, they I mean, the two are total different polarities in terms of what you experience in the context of relationships, specifically marriage versus porn. I mean, it's quite the opposite. So the wife thinks you know, man, I can't compete. And she's right. No human can compete. And in some ways, God doesn't even compete with porn. God tells us no sometimes. Porn doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and and so... um, Power is always on. Yeah. And so it's, um, you know, and so when when he gets into relationship, then, then all of a sudden the wife says, man, you know, porn is in our marriage, porn is in our marriage, porn is messing up our relationship, porn is messing up our relationship and is ruining our marriage and that kind of stuff. I got news for you, ma'am. Porn was in his life before you. It's not in your relationship. You came into that relationship. Yeah. You were the second one in the bed, metaphorically speaking. So in some ways, you're the mistress, I know that's hard to swallow. I know that's hard to, you know, to to accept. But you got to understand that when you came into the picture, he already had a baseline for sexuality. He already ba- had a baseline for femininity, and then it wasn't healthy. Um, and it was by far not what you are and not anything that you could do. You can't keep up with the six Vs, and I say that right in the back of the book. That you shouldn't even try. You shouldn't have to try. It's not your fault. But to think that somehow... 
because you came into his life, he should just be able to get rid of something that's been in his life for 10, 15, 20, 30 years since he was in elementary school. It's unrealistic to think of happened. But so, so I, I'm not saying it's impossible. Obviously, it's possible. Uh, but, but a lot of women will think, a lot of wives and girlfriends. Um, I talked to a guy last, actually a couple few days ago, uh, who he, it was, he and his girlfriend are having problems with, you know, pornography in, in their relationship. And, and uh, I actually met her at a human trafficking conference I spoke at. And uh, she was just asking me questions. And, of course, I can go straight to the chase because I've heard it and seen it. It's the same story over and over again. She walked away crying from a perspective of, like, her not crying like I made her cry, even though I kind of did. Um, but just from the perspective of like, wow, you know, I'm not the only one or, or, you know, he understands. So I gave her a copy of the book and, and a little bit of advice. Um, and turns out he read the book. Finally, this was a couple months later, <laughs> he read the book and, uh, and then he reached out and, and, uh, and so, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm trying to explain this to him, which I actually explained to her as well that day that, you know, guess what? You know, this is not something that a you should have to you should have to put up with, and don't think you sh- you you need to. Especially if I mean, from a boyfriend perspective, this is something that it should be a red flag before you get married to make sure that this is settled. Um, but beyond that, you know that she should not expect to just because she is in his life that that pornography is going to just release its grip. It doesn't. Matter of fact, it tightens its grip a lot. Um, and and it's all, and so the reason I call her the IP mistress, internet protocol mistress, pornography is the one that is in the relationship in the home. You know, the, the porn mistress, um, is the one that's kind of always whispering in his ear. She's always, you know, when nobody else is around and when it's quiet, she's talking to him. She's in his sleep. Porn is the only drug you can do in your sleep. And so, you know, it, she's always there ready to fill whatever he's not getting in that moment from his wife or his family or his work or whatever. And so, um, so it, it creeps into the relationship. It creeps into the marriage that way. Um, but yeah, and, and no wife can, no girlfriend can, nobody can keep up at all. Nobody. It's impossible to, it's impossible. Okay. To. That makes sense. Yeah. That the vitality is the, seems like never ending source of, power given to him that uh, a human being really should not have that role. Right. Ultimately, I mean, God is the one who should be the one who gives us our, our internal power and drive and purpose and direction. Uh, and so many of us have to spend a lifetime getting there and right. too yeah. many of us short circuited it completely with, uh, with pornography. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and I, I equate that vitality with, it makes him feel like he's the captain of the football team. It makes him feel like he's the the star athlete. I mean, that's what it makes him feel like. That's that boost of manliness or whatever it is that that it, it makes him feel like that. She makes him feel like that, and and it's important. I think it's important to personify pornography. And I mean, it's artificial. Uh, it's it's an artificial, not real, abstract thing, but she makes him feel like he's the captain of the football team all day, every day, anytime he wants, anytime he needs a hit, anytime he needs affirmation or validation or which is another V, but anytime he needs any of that, anytime he needs a cheerleader, she's right there. She never has a bad day. She never has a menstrual cycle. She never has an attitude. <laughs> you know, she, <clears throat> she never gains weight. She never loses weight. Um, 
she's always made up. I mean, you know, she never has morning breath. Um, you know, I mean, so on and so forth. You know, she never has rollers in her hair, etc. Um, he never has to see her first thing in the morning. Um, oh, whatever. I mean, the realities of life. And so, but she makes him feel that vitality is important because she makes him feel like the captain of the football team. Anytime he wants, all day, every day. Yeah, the power he feels is real, but the source of power is not. Absolutely. So that's kind of the, it's a, it's a, um, I, I hate to say it this way. It's a powerful power, but it's, it's a uh, false powerful power, mm-hmm. I guess if that's the way to put it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it brings some benefits and yet it doesn't, um, it, it, everything else that goes with it mm-hmm. tears, tears everything else apart. Yeah. It's the end of that drug commercial. Right. May cause, yes. may cause divorce, may cause, yeah. may cause you to be broke, may, yeah. ca- may cause you to be sleeping in the back of your car, uh, may cause you to, you know, lose half your stuff, may cause you to have to tell your kids, you know, mommy and daddy aren't living together anymore. May, I mean, you can go down a whole list of may cause you, may cause you. Yeah. That's the end of that drug commercial. Yep. Well, we appreciate the insights on, uh, on this important part of the, uh, uh, so-called benefits of pornography, this vitality. Um, but we also realize this vitality is short-lived, even though it it's a short-lived hit that seems to go on. And that's why you need it over and over again. So we will continue with the next part of the six V's in the next episode of the Free Indeed podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Free Indeed podcast. Visit freeindeed36.com for more resources with deeper information and upcoming events. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, men, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery.